Welcome to the Switch On Podcast. My name is Adora Lumina Mbelu, Bright Light Purpose Driver and your number one purpose and productivity coach. Each week you will learn how to own your mind and body and make it work for you on your life's journey. I want to show you that while you may not always have control over external forces, you can create your own pathway to fulfilling your God-given mission. And it all starts with your mind. Hi everyone, welcome back to Switch On Podcast. Um, Today I'm going to be talking about the fact that your history will teach you important lessons if you let it. So as a kid, right, whenever my brothers and I would do an outstanding job in school, at the end of the school term, my parents would take us out and they'll ask us to pick something that we really wanted. So my brothers would pick really cool stuff, maybe a bicycle, some nice clothes, toys, all that cool stuff anyways. And I would always end up with too any blighting books. <laughs> my dad would always say to me, hey, Adora, like, is that it? Is that what you want? And I would nod in the affirmative. So I remember one time my uncle was visiting from the United States and he had asked us what we wanted him to get us, right? Um, and my brothers had picked all the coolest stuff again. And I ended up asking for an Amelia Jane um, book, which was an end blighting book. And the first time that I visited my uncle in Florida, I went to stay with him and his family. He took me to the store and he asked me to get something that I really wanted. And again, I picked up a backpack and some coloring pencils, I think. And I remember him just saying, you know, like, I'm I'm not going to get you that. Like, you have to ask for something else. So he got me that. And he also forcefully bought me a pair of Skechers, right? Skechers shoes. And I think at that point, he probably said to himself, you know, what, what is what is wrong with this child? <laughs> this child seems to never want anything cool. But throughout my life, I realized that I've always dodged the question, what do you want? So if someone said to me that they wanted to buy something for me, I would have full blown anxiety and I'll probably never even respond to the message. So you're on the other end listening to me right now. You're probably saying to yourself, oh, yeah, that's so cool. She doesn't ask for much. She's such a nice person. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Sorry to burst your bubble. That is not the crux of this message at all, right? In fact, it's the opposite that I'm trying to share, right? So I carried this behavior into business relationships. Whenever I was asked what I wanted, I would say, I'm cool with whatever. Like, as long as we do the work, I'm fine. And I always assumed in absolutes, right? So I would say to myself, all people are fair, all people are honest, all people are considerate, all people respect boundaries. I want to say that I was wrong, but that would be an understatement. Like I paid for this through my nose financially, emotionally, mentally. I also want to say that people took advantage of my naivety, right? But in reality, I let them take advantage of that, right? Remember, like there was a message that I had dropped um, on one of my previous episodes where I talked about, you know, life being a choice. So, yes, I chose to let people take advantage of my openness or was it even openness? Really? Like, I think it was more fear. Like, what, what was I afraid of? Now, a few years ago, I started doing some deep work to bringing some of my fears to the surface and I was working on eliminating them one by one. And during that process, I started to dig deep into my childhood and ask myself honest questions, right? In the process of doing this, I realized that my father was exactly the same way. 
So you see, like my father was a top banker in Nigeria. Like he did great work and he was very much like sought after. People loved him. People wanted to work with him. He worked with a lot of influential people. And he was one of those people who actually gave a lot of these, um, you know, top guys, their first loans, their first breaks. And I would listen to his conversations with my mother, right? Where he would share things that were happening at work. And I often heard him say things like, oh, I was offered X, Y, Z for helping this person out, but I refused to take it. Like my dad would be offered plots of land, positions in companies, cars, and he would turn it down. He often said to himself that, you know, he didn't really believe in asking for things or he didn't believe in accepting things from others. So my question, even as I processed this was, was it his ego? Like, was it pride? Was it a belief? Was it fear? In my adult life, the more that I ask my parents questions around the why, like why they said and why they did certain things, the more that I realized that there was definitely a fundamental belief that was passed on from their parents and a mix of fear as well. So my dad, for instance, came from a very influential background. My grandfather was a top government official during the British role. Um, so he drove a nice car. My dad and his brothers were always like fully suited up in their bow ties intact, you know, all that stuff. My grandmother sold fabric and jewelry and she was known in the Eastern part of Nigeria. Um, but they lost everything to the Biafran war. So the Biafran war happened. They lost everything. Nothing remained. My dad and his brothers, they struggled and then they left Nigeria. So there's a part of my father, right? That was unable to reconcile his pedigree, his history with current realities at the time, right? He didn't think that he should lack, but he also didn't think that he should ask. Plus also he had seen him and his family lose everything. And so his coping mechanism was to detach from material things. So it was kind of like a mix of pride, belief, and fear. So no, I wasn't always being modest when I refused to ask for things. I was actually being fearful. I was afraid that asking meant that I'm dissatisfied. I was also afraid to be seen to want material things. Now, obviously, I know that there is nothing wrong with material things as long as it's not sinful. So it's not excessive attachment, right? The lesson I want you to learn from this is that beliefs are strong. I didn't start asking for what it was that I want and need until recent years. The moment I started asking, I realized that it changed the dynamics of some of my relationships, some of my friendships and my business relationships as well. It also helped me value my contribution to anything work stuff, personal stuff, right? So there are two lessons I want you to learn from this. The first lesson is that it is easy to underestimate history, but history is important in order to understand your present. So ask questions, find out the why from the people who raised you, whether it's your parents, your siblings, or someone else in your family, the more that you understand, the more that you will find out about why it is that you carry some of these, your beliefs. You're super valuable. That's the second thing I want you to remember, okay? And there is absolutely nothing wrong in asking and receiving value back for your contribution, as long as it's ethical. So as you can see, right, like beliefs are powerful. They're tough to unlearn, but it is actually possible to unlearn them. And the truth is you can do it. But you have to start that journey today. Like you have to be intentional about looking into your history so that you can actually understand the present and you can start to build the future that you want.